Shalom to all. Today's office study daf chav zayin. We are starting chav of Amud Beis. The bottom line with the words Amar Shmuel. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Saro, Basar Yaakov Moshe, Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Freida Chayu Beila, Basar Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah. And the Gemara says Amar Shmuel Shmuel tells us Yisa Adam Chav Zayin Amar Alpha Tab Daima Va'al Yisa Bas Daima. A person should marry a Daima, but not a Bas Daima. What's a Daima? So this is a woman who's very chatty. She's very talkative, quite on the promiscuous side, and she's suspected of niyuf of adultery. We don't know for sure that she was Mizana, but we suspect her very much of doing so. So if a person has a choice, he only has one of two people to marry, either this woman herself or such a woman's daughter, he should marry this woman, this daima. Why is that? Because this woman, this daima, even though she herself is inappropriate, she's promiscuous, she came from a kasher tipa, her mother was kasher, and so we know that she was conceived and born in a kasher environment, so we know for sure that she herself is kasher. But this woman's daughter very possibly came from a tipa psula, it's very possible that the mother of this baz daima was Mizana and had this daughter of hers, Biznus, and that would make her daughter puzzle. So don't marry the daughter. Whereas Rabbi Yechonam, Rabbi Yechonam says the opposite. A person should marry the daughter of this daima, but not the daima herself. Why? That's because the daughter of this daima, she has a cheskas kashros. Why does she have a cheskas kashros? Because we say that Rav Be'ilois are acher habal. That even if a woman is going to be Mazana, the majority of the Be'ilois that she's going to have is going to be with her husband. And therefore, a daughter of hers does have a cheskas kashros. Whereas she herself, she doesn't have a cheskas kashras since we suspect her of adultery, so that would make her usher now, and a person shouldn't marry her. Now the Gemara asks in Rabbi Yechonon, Meisvah, we have a brass that says, Noisa Adam Daima, a person should marry a Daima. Clearly, a person should marry the Daima herself and not the Bas Daima. Some Rav he answers, Vitizbra, do you really think it's logical to say the Noisa Lechatchila, Lechatchila, he should marry such a woman? Obviously, Lechatchila, a person shouldn't marry this woman. Elo, really, what the brass means to say is Im Nasa. If he married her, it's okay, he can stay married to her. So since anyway, we have to explain this brisa because the wording that we currently have doesn't sit right with us. So to Ninami, we could also tweak the brisa a little bit to say, Bas Daima, meaning that if a person got married to a Bas Daima, that's okay. Meaning, once we're changing the brisa, we could change it around completely. If a person only has one of two people to marry, a Bas Daima or a Daima, he should marry the Bas Daima and not the Daima herself. If a woman is mezane, her children are kosher. Why is that? Because Rav Bi'ila is Acharabal, because the majority of Bia that she has is going to be with her husband and not with the person that she's being mezane with. So therefore, when she has a child, we can assume that it comes from her husband. Now, by Ravama, Ravama asked the following question, Let's say this woman is a very big prutza. She's not just a daima, she's suspected of adultery, that maybe she was mezane from time to time. This woman is a really big prutza, and we know almost for sure that she's mezane all the time. So what about her children? Do we say that her children are most probably from her husband? And we clarify this. According to the Manda Amar, that a woman only becomes pregnant around the time of her period. This is not a question. He doesn't know, meaning her husband doesn't know when her period is, so he's not going to guard her and make sure that she doesn't go running off with another man at this point in time, because again, he doesn't know when her period is. So according to that Manda Amar, her children are for sure not becheskes kashras. What's your question? According to the Manda Amar, that a woman only becomes pregnant right around her time of Tevila. My, what do we say? Since her husband knows when she goes to the mikvah, that's something that he's able to know. He's able to guard her and make sure that she doesn't go running off with somebody else. And therefore, she becomes pregnant. We can assume it comes from the husband. Perhaps, since she's a very big parutz, he's not able to guard her because she's going to find a way to slip away from him even right around the time of her Tevila. And it's possible that she was with another man and became pregnant from that other man. The Gemara concludes, Teku, we're going to have to wait for all you want to have to come and answer the question. I think Margaret is explaining that there's a number of women we said that Bezin is going to be Makana them. And Tanarbana, we have a Brysa. Ish, it says in the Pasuk, 
ish ish. Why does the pasuk have to have a double lashon of ish? We can just have the word ish once in the pasuk. So the rabbis is coming to include ishes cheresh, ishes shaita, ishes shamum, the wife of a cheresh and a shaita and a shamum, which we said, which is a bigger shaita than a shaita. If her husband went overseas, or if her husband's locked up in jail, the bezin is going to be kind of these women in order to hustle them from their ksuba if they see inappropriate behavior. You might think that bezin is going to be kind of these women even to cause them to drink. The Pasuk says, the man brings his wife. And since the man over here that we're talking about is unable to bring his wife, either because he's a cherish or a shaita or he's locked up in jail or he's overseas, so we're not going to bring this woman to drink, but she will lose her ksuba. Now, Rabbi says, that no, Bezin will be makana her even to get her to drink. So how are we going to get her to drink? Her husband's not here. The answer is, when her husband comes out of jail, so then he's going to bring her to drink. The Gemara asks, what's the machlekes over here? So the Gemara answers, Rabbanon hold that we need the kina vehevi, that the one that did the kinoi, he's the one that has to bring her to the base of And since the husband didn't do the kinoi, so he's not bringing her to the base of Mikdash. Whereas Rabbi Yassi, how Rabbi Yassi holds, we don't need the same person doing the kinoi, bring her to the base of Mikdash. And continuing to Rabbanu, we have another brisa. The pasuk says, "Asher tista isha tachas isha," that the woman strayed underneath or under the jurisdiction of her husband. What does this tell us? Lahakesh ish leisha veisha leish. There's a hekesh between the man and the woman, and the woman to the man. Lamai helchsa. In regards to what do we have this hekesh? So Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes tells us, "Kashem sheim hu suma loy hayamashke." The same way that if he is blind, he can't bring her to drink. Because the pasuk says, "Vinela meene isha," that what she did was hidden from the eyes of her husband, and that tells us that the only way he could bring her to drink is if she did something that was hidden from him, but technically he could have seen. But if he's blind, everything is nela me'eni isha. Everything's hidden from him because he can't see anything. So therefore, he's not going to bring her to drink. Kahi, she also, im suma, if she was blind, la ha'sashaysa, so he's not able to bring her to drink. Ravashi, Ravashi explains another way, kashem shechigars vigdames, la ha'sashaysa, the same way that if she was lame or if she was missing her hands, he can't bring her to drink. Because it says in the Pasuk, the kain stands the woman in front of Hashem, and he places the mincha on her palms, and that means that if she has a problem with her legs and therefore she can't stand, or if she doesn't have palms, so he can't place it on her kapayim, so the husband's not going to bring her to drink. Kahu, him also, im if he was lame or if he's missing his hands, loy hayamashke, so he's not able to bring her to drink either. Mar he explains differently, the same way that if she's a mute, he can't bring her to drink. Because the Pasuk says, that the woman says, but if she can't speak, if she can't say, so he's not going to bring her to drink. So kahu, him also, im hayamashke, if he was an Elam, he's not able to bring her to drink. Hadram Lacharusa, Mazdar finishing the fourth parak of Mesachasaita, just like we were Zachar finished this parak together, we should be Zachar finished the entire Mesachar together, and of course, all of Shas together. And moving on to another parak. The Mishnah says, The same way that the water checks her, the water checks him. And the Gemara is going to discuss who the him is over here. But how do we know this? Shinemar, because the Pasuk says, Uvo, Uvo. And furthermore, the same way that she's Asr to her husband, she's also Asr to the one she was Nival to. Shinemar, because the Pasuk says, Nitma, Vinitma. David Rabbi Kiva, that's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. And Om Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, Darsh Zachari ben Akatsav. This is the same way that Zachari ben Akatsav darshind. Now, Rabbi Omer, but Rabbi says, it says the word nitma twice in the parsha. Nitma v'nitma, and that's what teaches us echel l'bal v'echel l'bayl. One of them tells us that she's usher to the baal, the other one tells us she's usher to the baal. That means that Rabbi Kiva is darshaning from the extra vav. In the Mishnah, both for Rabbi Kiva and for Rabbi, we quoted this word nitma twice. It's just that Rabbi Kiva learns it from the extra vav, and Rabbi learns it from the double lashon. And the Mishnah continues, on that very day, Rabbi Kiva darshaned. Now, what does that mean, on that day? So this refers to the day that Rabbi Lezab and Azari became nasi. 
Previously, when Rabbi Gamliel was Nasi, he allowed very few people into the Beis Medrash. However, when Rabbi Lazar Nazari was appointed Nasi, he allowed everyone into the Beis Medrash. And on that day, many halachas were clarified. So when this Mishnah or another Mishnah says, Boy Bayoim, it's referring to that day that Rabbi Lazar Nazari became Nasi. So the Mishnah continues, Boy Bayim Darshan Bekiva, on that day Bekiva Darshan, Uchli Charsa Shayipa Mehem Al Taichai, Kalashra Besaychai Yitma. This has nothing to do with Saita, this has to do with Toma. The Pasuk tells us, a Kli Charas, an earthenware Kli, that from them falls into it. Now, this is referring to a dead Sharetz falling into the Kli. Anything that falls into it, Yitma. Now, we're going to be dashing the word Yitma over here. Now, in Omer Tamei, Elo Yitma, it doesn't say the word Tamei, meaning something that's inside the Kli becomes Tamei. It says the word Yitma. And what does that teach us? Latame Acherim. Then this thing becomes Tamei to the extent that it could be Matame other things. The word Yitma over here is really read as Yitama, then now it's Tamei so much that it could be Matame others. Now, what does that teach us? Lima Shlishi. This tells us that a loaf of bread or any sort of food, which is a Shani Lotoma, could be Matami a piece of Chulin to become even a Shlishi Lotoma. And Amr Bishua Bishua said, Who's going to take the dirt off of your eyes, Rabbi Yechon Zakai? Rabbi Yechon Zakai had already passed away. As Lashon of Yigal Afer Meinecha is a Lashon of Tchias Hamesim, meaning we're waiting for Tchias Hamesim for you, Rabbi Yechon Zakai, so we could tell you the following. Shayisa Aimer, you used to say, that a later generation is going to be a Tahir Kikar Shlishi, meaning that a loaf of bread or food is not able to become Shlishi Lotoma. Because there's no pasuk in the Torah that says that it could become tummy to this extent. Rabbi Kiva, your Talmud just brought a pasuk from the Torah that it's tummy. Shneirim, because the pasuk says kasher b'seicha yitma, and we're going to discuss this at length in the Gemara and another Joshua. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva dashed on that day. Now this is referring to the cities of the Levim. Although Shevet Levi didn't get a portion of Eretz Yisrael like other Shvatim, they were given 48 cities scattered throughout Eretz Yisrael. And besides, for the city itself, a certain measure of land outside the city was also given to them. So a pasuk says regarding these cities of the Levim, and you should measure outside the city 2,000 Amis. But another Pasuk says, from the wall of the city and outside, a thousand Amis around the city. Now we have You can't say that all they got was a thousand Amis outside the city because the Pasuk already said 2,000 Amis. And we have you can't say that they got 2,000 Amis outside the city because it says 1,000 Amis in the Pasuk. So how do we understand it? Did they get an extra 1,000 or an extra 2,000 Amis outside the city? A thousand Amis was just for Migrash. It was just open area. It wasn't allowed to be cultivated. Nothing was allowed to be built there. It just had to be left for the beautification of the city. And the extra thousand Amis, bringing it to a total of two thousand, that the Pasuk is just telling us is for Tchum Shabbos. He says that the first thousand Amis outside the city, that was just open area that wasn't allowed to be cultivated and nothing was allowed to be built in it. Again, it just had to be left for the beautification of the city. And the remaining thousand Amis, making it a total of two thousand Amis, that the Pasuk is telling us is for fields and vineyards, meaning that area is allowed to be cultivated. And another Joshua, on that day, Rabbi Kiva Darshant, the Pasuk says, Then Moshe and Bnei Yisrael sang this Shira to Hashem, and they said, saying, The Pasuk doesn't have to say, Why does the Pasuk say the word, What's the question over here? So we know that anytime the Pasuk says, Hashem said to Moshe, saying, The word Lamar is really telling us that Hashem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu that you have to say this over to Bnei Yisrael. Hashem said to Moshe, Lamar, you now have to say this to Am Yisrael. But we wouldn't have to have that word Lamar over here by Az Yashir because over here, no one was being told to say anything to tell to somebody else. Everyone was saying the Shira together. So what's the word Lamar doing over here? So Bikiva explains, Malama, this teaches us, that Am Yisrael answered the Shira after Moshe Rabbeinu on every 
single Pasuk that he said, just like saying Hallel. In certain parts of Hallel, we say it responsively, and that's how they said the Shira with Moshe Rabbeinu. Lamar, that's why it says the word Lamar, that they said it responsively after him. Rabbi Nechem he explains differently, Kekarnas Shema, they said it like one says over Shema, Velikekarnas Hallel, and not like one says Hallel. And the Gemara is going to explain what this is talking about. And another Joshua, Bebe Darsh Rabbi Shubin Herkines, Rabbi Shubin Herkines Darsh in the following, he only served Hashem out of pure love. Shnamar the Pasuk says, Even if he shall kill me, to him I yearn. Meaning, even if Hashem punishes me, says Eiv, I still will yearn for Eilam Haba. So we see that Eiv was serving Hashem out of pure love. However, it's still in balance because the word in the Pasuk is written with a Lamed Aleph, but it's read with a Lamed Vav. So therefore, we still are not so sure. Is Eiv saying, to him, I'm looking forward, meaning I'm desiring Hashem, or I'm not desiring Hashem if he punishes me. So Tom so we have another Pasuk where he said, Ad Egva, until I die, Loi Asir many, I won't throw my wholesomeness off of me. And Malamas teaches us asa, that all of Eev's service to Hashem was out of Ava. Now Rabbi Shua Bishua says, this is referring to Bishua ben Khananya, Miigala offer Menech Rabbi Zakai, who's gonna take the dirt off your eyes, Rabbi Zakai, Shayusadarshkaimecha, you used to darsh all the days that you were alive, Shalai Avad Eves Hamakam El Miyira, that Eev only served Hashem out of Yira out of fear. Shanara, because we have a Pasuk in Eev that says, Ish Tamviyashar, that Eev was a man who was Tamviyashar, Yireleikim, he was fearful of Hashem, Bisarmeira, and he turned away from bed. So we see that he served Hashem out of Yira, not out of Ava. However, Vala Yeshua Talmud Tamidcha, Yeshua, the Talmud of your Talmud, Lama Shemei Ava Asa, he taught that really Eev served Hashem out of Ava, not out of Yira. We're going to stop here for the day of pick up tomorrow with the Gemara explaining this Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.